Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening. And as we wait for our guests, listen, listen to a little more love by my great Dan, Nathaniel, or as we call him, Fly Nate. Um, and this is your hostess. With a cold and the mostest, um, this is Allison Mendes, host of Love Line of Allison. Get up and walk by themselves. 
So. Right, right. So, yeah, I stay moving. I, I, you know, you have to in this business, in any business. I mean, the entrepreneurial well, yeah. spirit is just out there. So everybody's doing their own thing with their own business. You have to stay moving. And I know it's cute to say find something you love to do and you won't work a day in your life. Not so. This business is work. Do I love it? Yes. It but it works. is work nonetheless. <laughs> you do work every day of your life. <laughs> the entrepreneurial yeah. spirit does not know the days of the week. That's when your flesh got to rise up and say, okay, time to settle down. <laughs> okay. Absolutely, because everybody else is like, ooh, I can't wait. It's Friday. And I'm like, okay. Right. Like, what's, <laughs> what's so special about it being? <laughs> I, and I will give myself a little pat on the back. On Sundays, I have reserved for the Lord and family. I try my best not to work on Sundays, but just let me tell you, if I'm up at 12.01. <laughs> right. I get Same it. Here. I get it. It's Monday. It's Monday now. <laughs> so, yes, ma'am. Same here. Oh. <laughs> You know, somebody say it's Sunday. I might, you know, like, okay, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yes. it's Sunday. But somebody tell me but, it's know. Saturday or it's Friday. I'm like, okay, and <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, what are we going to talk about today? <laughs> Jordan, we can talk about anything you want to talk about. In fact, let's talk about. Um, well, I see we have a caller on the line already. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Erico 470, how you doing? Thank you for calling in, 470. <laughs> so, yeah, what, what do you have on your agenda for us to chat about, Allison? The call has dropped, but... um. Tonight, I was thinking we could talk about your latest book releases. We could talk about the path to publishing. In fact, let's start there. Let's talk about the path to publishing. Um, Am I saying it right? Yeah, path to publishing. Well, you know, I've I've been in this business. I've been writing since forever in a day, but I have been yeah. publishing since 1998. I, I self-published my first book. I first self-published my second book. I self-published my third book, which ended up getting picked up by um, St. Martin's Press, and they re-released it. So that's how I went from self-published to traditional. But over the years, I, you know, not only an author, I became an acquisitions editor. I do freelance editing. Yeah. With those editing jobs, and I, I mean, just yesterday, I got a phenomenal editing job. Well, I got the editing job a few months ago, but it was just so phenomenal. I'm like, please let me shop this. I mean, th- this book's going to sell so huge, even as a self-published author. You're not going to be able to contain it. You know, I'm just like, oh, I want a piece of this. Right. <laughs> just to be truthful, but I have gotten clients who have came to me for editing projects, who have come to me for editing projects. I've gotten them book deals. Mm-hmm. So, again, just yesterday, you know, we, we verbalized with a New York publishing house for one of my clients that um she got a three-book deal. So we're really, really, really excited about that. So, again, I do my freelance editing. Which, 
Yes, yes. And so my freelance editing leads into, um, you know, not just editing, but agenting. So I do literary agents and, of course, literary consulting. So I've learned a great deal over the years. And I'm one of those people who I don't throw away anything. I can go dig in one of these bins in my basement and I can find you a poem I wrote in fifth grade. I mean, I keep everything so the minute I began learning about this publishing industry, I would write down notes, um, save articles into files, and I mean, I have every last one from back when I started this thing in 1998. And so what wow. I decided to do is, yes, I, and with my literary consulting, I love it. But with consulting, it's, you know, a one-on-one, and I just needed to extend my reach. Because, you know, as an author, we got to be on social media. we got to be doing our thing. And I see a lot of authors, not just aspiring, not just new authors, but even bet authors, you know, who have issues with things or, you know, just air their grievances with certain things. And, you know, or I just see people doing things but maybe not the right way. And I just like, i, I got to right. extend my reach. I wish I could reach everybody. And so I figured out the way to reach everybody was to start doing online courses and webinars and um, private publishing retreats and things like that just so people could get on the right path to publishing. And so that's how the name came about, Path to Publishing. There's so many paths. You just have to choose the right one for you. And um, what Path to Publishing, we meet you wherever you are on your literary journey. We're like the AAA of the literary industry. We come get you. Yes, the triple A of the literary industry. And so I basically, in order to compile these courses and do my consulting and webinars and things like that, I spent six months, it took me six months to go over every day, I went over every document, every note I'd ever taken, every article, every file I'd ever saved. Um, which taught me how to navigate the literary industry, and I created an online course. I have two up currently, but the biggie, you know, the premier course, that's the one that I'm really piecing together and turn it into a module because you got almost 20 years of knowledge, of wisdom, of resources that I'm putting out here. And it has been amazing the things that I'm going to be able to share with what I call them pathfinders. You know, once when, once you once you join the path to publishing community, you are officially a pathfinder. So <laughs> we have um we have our website which is is still being tweaked up. It's going to be an interactive website. We do have um awesome. our path to publishing online school which is www hyphen two hyphen publishing dot thinkific dot com and the two is spelled out T O and of course we have our Facebook page. So if you go to the Path to Publishing Facebook page, you can sign up to receive our free newsletter, which is just loaded with gems, um, wisdom, just nuggets that uh, that you can just use to make sure you're on the right path and that you stay on the right path. And we kind of help right. authors just find their way. Julie, this is so awesome. I am so 
excited for you. And I'm sitting there like, oh, me, me, me. Well, thank you. I'm excited because I get to extend my reach. I get to put that information out there. Now, with our um, – with our courses out there now, we got kind of like a little demo course because, you know, this self-publishing mm-hmm. thing is no joke. I'm not just telling you, you know, why you should self-publish because self-publishing is a great idea. I mean, indie authors, you know, the big the, the big New York um, publishing houses, once upon a time, they only had to compete with each other. Now they've got to compete with these indie authors. So it's huge. Right. And and so I, I, you know, self-publishing is a checklist. Let's just be real. But it's a huge checklist. And it's a checklist yes. that has bullet points, you know. So I don't want authors to miss a beat. And what I guarantee is that I don't care how many books you have, no single book, no single consultant, no single workshop, no single coach has, can, will give you all of the information we've included in our self-publishing course. And it's called Ground Zero Self-Publishing because we start at Ground Zero when I tell you we start with, in order to build your book, you need a pack of pencils. You you know, you need Post-its. Right. You need a notepad. Ground zero. We start at ground zero. What I guarantee is that even if you've already self-published, I bet you if you take that course, there's some things on that checklist that you've missed. So it's like, okay, I've already done it. I've already self-published. But wouldn't you want to do it right? If you miss some steps, wouldn't you want to go back and do them and make sure it's done right? I was at the National Book Club Conference last year, and one of the authors who happened to be a a reality show star, we bought her book, got it back to the hotel room, flipping through it, nothing on the spine. No title of the book on the spine. No author name on the spine. Nothing on the spine. How does that happen? How does that happen? Because they didn't take our course. <laughs> That's how it happened. But just small things like that, you know, things that people know right. nothing about, we list that. I mean, when I say we leave no stone unturned in this course, we leave no stone unturned. So I'm just excited because now anyone who takes the course, they will never waste time and they will never waste money. There is no guessing. They get it done and they get it done right. They really self-publish because a lot of authors come to me surprised when I say you're you're not self-published. You know, because I don't just do the self-publishing piece, I do consulting. I help authors position themselves as experts, as paid speakers. So when uh, they come to me and say I'm a self-published author and I'm like, "No, you did print on demand. You POD." You don't own your ISBN number. You didn't build your book. Self-published authors build their book from start to finish. You kind of sort of pay somebody else to build it for you. Not the same. Nothing wrong with it, but just know your role in the industry. You're a POD publisher. You, you know, I mean, not publisher. You're a POD author. Self-published authors build their book from start to finish. They have an ISBN that goes back to their name or their company name. That's what a self-published author is. They build the book. POD builds the book for you. Again, nothing wrong. Love creates space, all that good stuff. You just need to know your role and your title because you're Absolutely. selling yourself and you're trying to position yourself, but you don't even know your position. Absolutely, and that brings me to a question. Um, 
because for a while I didn't know this either. Um, but I know for a fact that there are still millions of people who don't know it. Um, so even if you had your own ISBN number, if you use CreateSpace, would you to um, upload your book or whatever? Would you still be considered a POD publisher or a POD author as opposed to um, an actual self-published author? You know that that that's where it gets a little tricky because I worked with an author and he chose to go through CreateSpace, but we did the work. We built that book. He bought his right. ISBN. I mean, I worked with him every step. Cattle, you know, the 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 CPN number, all of that good stuff. Um, took him through mm-hmm. the copyright process. I mean, he built that book. And when he did create space, he had his own ISBN. And not only is his book on create prints with an offset printer on the side, so his consu- direct consumer sale margin is better. Because, you know, with these PODs and with these Vanity Press, you got to order your book from them. So you're paying a little bit more. Right. It's not an offset printer. And you're paying the shipping. So you're spending, you know, quite a, a bit on that book. You can't really do a consignment with a bookstore because bookstores want a 60-40 split. You've already paid so much for your own book. And then if you try to do a 60-40 split with a bookstore, you, you're in the hole. So what he does yeah. is he, he wanted to do the create space the print-on-demand, but he prints with an offset printer. So I think he pays $1.50 for his books, and those are the ones that he carries with him to his speaking engagement. Those are the ones that he carries with him to his, his book signings and his events, and then his profit margin is larger. And this is something I teach in my Act Like an Author, Think Like a Business. Half the publishing, we teach you okay. how to build that book. Act Like an Author, Think Like a Business, we teach you how to build your book business. We help authors turn their book into a business. It's got to make sense, both in your head and in your wallet, you know? So for him, yeah. it makes sense to just create space. He was on a time thing. He wanted, you know, just wanted to be out there with Amazon. But at the same time, he wants his own book. You know, when you're doing POD and when you're doing Vanity Press, you're at someone else's mercy. Self-published authors aren't at anyone's mercy. We can go to our garage and get our books. We can go to our basement and get our books. We can go to our storage unit and get our books. If our printer was also a fulfillment uh, in storage, we can go to them. When you do POD, you don't have books on hand. You're at the mercy for someone. When I'm running my business, I don't want to be at anybody's mercy. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So, yeah, you're still self-published. Go that extra step and create that business. Get those books printed with an offset printer so that you can take them in consignment in, in stores and, con, and consign. Um, I'm going to give this huge nugget away because everybody always asks me, what's better, Ingram or, or CreateSpace? Okay, Ingram's the world's largest. They're a distributor and a wholesaler. Right. The world's largest. CreateSpace uses Ingram for their books that really do well and so well. Create space uses Ingram. Okay? Right. Amazon needs Ingram. So who would you go with? Amazon puts book brick and mortar stores out of business. So do you think book brick and mortar stores are going to order your book from Amazon, the very place that puts them out of business? 
Mm. Think, think, think like a business. Act like an author. Think like a business. You want your books in bookstores. Is Barnes and Nobles really going to buy your book from Amazon and put it on their shelf? <laughs> no, especially so, now that they have their own POB service. So exactly. So you really got to just think. You know, some people I do I do consulting calls. Some people just say I just need it. I just need an hour. I just need an hour to know if I'm on the right path. Am I doing this right? Who should I go with? And you may say, Woo, $125 an hour just to find out if I should go to P.O. But guess what? Guess how much money they're going to make because they got the right answers. Let me just tell you, I've been in this business long enough. I've wasted enough time, and I've wasted enough money for every author out there. There's no reason not under my watch, anybody who comes to me is going to waste time, is going to waste money. I'd rather lose $10 than 10 minutes. I can go I'll sell a book and get my $10 back. I'm going to figure out a way to get my $10 back. There is nothing I right. can do, nothing I can do About to get my time my back. Time. I spent this much time when I could have been present at a soccer game, at, at, at a dance recital. I could have been present there. I wasted time, I wasted money, and I got nothing. I got nothing when I could have just gone to someone who knows the answers. That's what I do. As a consultant, I hire consultants. I take courses. I take webinars. I, I pay for workbooks. I invest in me. If I want people to invest in my book, I need to invest in my book. If I want people to invest in my book business, I need to invest in my book business. You cannot be an author and ask people to invest in your book, and you won't. You can't right. be afraid. You can't be afraid to, to, to buy time. And sometimes when you're hiring consultants and coaches, you're buying time. They know the answers. Sure, you can spend 17 years getting all the information I have. I'm recycling information. These are the things that I learned from people who knew what I didn't know and now I know. <laughs> if that makes sense. Right. Because I, I'm the face of Paths to Publishing. I'm the face of my consulting business. I'm the face of Act Like an Author, Think Like a Business. But I work with a team. I don't know everything there is to know about this industry, but I work with people who do. Put us all together. There's nothing we can't do for you, or we can't find the answers, or we can't find someone who can do it for you. What I have learned is that if I can pay somebody to get me something, for example, social media setup. I have authors who come to me. I got to be on this. I got to be on that. Oh, YouTube. I, you know, I do this and I get paid $1,000 or I get paid $500 an hour for consulting. And I'm going to spend five hours doing this. And they say, okay, hmm, your services, how much? Okay, let's see. It's going to take me probably a week to do all this. You can get it done for $300, you say? Okay, I make $500 an hour. <laughs> you know, they look at it that way. Is it cheaper? You know, is it cheaper to pay somebody else who can do it and get it done and you'd be done with it? Or are you losing right. money by taking your time spending a week and two weeks? And that's how I weigh things. I pay people to do things not because I can't do it, because I can make more money over here doing this than trying to fiddle around and do that. We have to think about Absolutely. those things. Absolutely. And I'm even I, learning yeah. as I sit here and listen to you. 
And I think your next book, if you haven't already thought of this, which I'm sure you have, because I know you, should <laughs> uh, be called Act Like an Author, Think Like a Business. I mean, I'm just saying. It is. That's what it is, and I've already started on it. I've already started on it. You yeah, are so right about it. that. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. In my Mr. Yes, Brown I voice, I knew it. Because <laughs> let me tell you this. When I came up with the act like an author, think like a business, you know what the first thing I did? I registered uh. it. So I got trade name. I got trademark. Because you see all the time people say, that was my idea, and they took it. We use that hashtag. Yeah. We do this. But why didn't you just spend the money to – to, to trade name it or to trademark it. Trademark Even if your it, title, yeah. no, we can't copyright our book titles. But if it's part of your brand, you can trade name it. You could trademark it. If it's part of your brand, do what you need to do to own it and make it yours. I have clients with amazing blogs, and they come to me. I'm a blogger, and I want to take this to the next level, or I want to do this, and I want to check out my blog. So, you know, they pay me consulting. I go look at their blog, and I say, beautiful, wonderful. Somebody could copy all this and sell it tomorrow, and there's nothing you can do about it but get $10,000 at the most. And they go, what? I said, you don't have any type of copyright on your blog. You're giving advice. You don't have a disclaimer. You can be sued. And, you know, they say, well, intellectual property, the minute you write it, yeah, that is true. The minute you write something as an author, no, you don't have to send it to the copyright office. The minute you own it, it's yours for your life plus 70 years. It's yours without officially registering it with the government. It's yours for your life plus 70 years. But the max you can get in damages if you don't register it is $10,000. What if somebody makes wow. a million off your stuff? All you can get is 10000 Spend the freaking $35 and copyright it already. <laughs> you know, that copyright for blog. That brings me to something I got to share with you and the listeners. I got to share this. This, uh, a friend had given somebody that they didn't even know my direct number for a consultation or whatever. But, however, the man that called me thought that I was a publisher, like a brick and mortar, like a New York or wherever, you know, major publisher. And Mm -hmm. I said, no, I'm not. And I said, but I can help you or point you in a direction of someone who can help you. Tell me about a bit about your book. And then I said, well, do you have it? He said, oh, I've not already got a copyright. I said, oh, you do? He said, yeah, I uh, mailed it to myself and have it in a sealed envelope. I said, that's not copywriting. Actually, it I is. Said, it is. It's just not legally it, copywritten it, with the government. But it is copywritten. Well, that, well, it's copyright. That's what I... <clears throat> That's what that's the point I was trying to make with him. Yeah. I was like I was like, So where's your digital copy or your other typed up version? He said that's the only one I have and I don't have another I don't have it online, I don't have another copy, nothing. Mm. And I'm sitting there like, So how do you want somebody to A, retype it for you, B, 
to help you get it published or shop it or see even help you publish it or edit it or anything mm-hmm. if your only copy is in the envelope in your, that you can't open. In your poor man copyright envelope, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and oh he, got angry. he got angry. I'm like, I'm sorry if I bet you would. I wouldn't, you know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that what you did was the right way to do things. Yeah, and see, that's how I am, Allison. I totally get it because people see me online. And if you follow me on social media, I really like to encourage, you know, authors, writers, just people, period. I really like to, you know, put inspirational things up because I know – Again, not just being an entrepreneur in, in the publishing business and the writing business, just being an entrepreneur, period, can be discouraging, especially when you're in this type of yeah. business and consulting business where you have your droughts and you have those moments where you really want to get up. So I try to in, in, inspire, you know, encourage people. But then, like right now, you know, I have this tone because we're talking business and we're talking money, and I have this totally different tone. And when people get on the phone and they hire me and they pay me to help them with their life, their their, their literary life, and I, and I always say, get your life, because some people don't know what they want to do with this book. And it has to become your life. It has to, you know, become a part of your life, not balance. I don't use the word balance, you know, because balance calls for equal distribution at some time. When you think of balance, you think of wobbly. You think of the toddler trying to learn, well, the, the the toddler trying to learn to walk. You think of the gymnast on the balance beam. Balancing don't look good. You know, it's not, you know, it's, it's, so mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I do time management because, you know, balancing and equal distribution in the publishing industry, no task <laughs> has, you know, there is there, no equal task. You know, some are more important than the other. You know, so nothing's going to get equal equal distribution, but you have to manage the things, and it can become overwhelming. So I like to give tips, even financial tips, not always book-related, but just to inspire the people, you know, to, to keep doing what they're doing. And so when they hire me, and now we're time to, you know, we're, we're going to get down to work, we're like, oh, wow, you know, you're, you're like a slave driver. This is like boot camp. You know, you're just so inspirational. And I said, honey, inspiration's free. You can follow me on social media and get that for free, but you just paid me money. We're getting ready to work. I'm, you know, I, I'm trying to give you priceless information so that you don't become penniless in your endeavors. I can be inspirational, but you can get that for free. You've paid me money. Let's work. You know, you got to have thick skin. You can't get mad when I'm telling you the right thing to do. Because a lot of people mm-hmm. come to you and, you know, they'll say, well, I'm doing this and I'm doing it and I got 5,000 followers, and I say, that doesn't mean anything if your followers aren't your customers. Have you turned them into customers yet? Do you know how to turn them into customers yet? Woo! You know, don't get mad. Don't get, you pay me to tell you the truth. <laughs> the inspiration is free on social media. But when we exchange money, I'm about to help you get your life. <laughs> you know, it's like 5,000, 10,000 followers doesn't impress me unless you turned them into customers. If you haven't, I teach you how to do that. Plain and simple. I, I'm not okay. impressed by those followers. I'm not. Not if they're not customers. There's a difference. There's a difference. Right. Babies have followers. You can create. People create. People create accounts for their dog, who has ten thousand followers. A parrot has ten thousand right. followers. 
so unless you're doing something with those followers, like turning them into customers, turning them into buyers, then it, it's for naught. It's for naught. So it's like, oh, yeah, that's fun. Now let's turn them into customers. So, and sometimes, it, you know, exactly. it stings people. It stings people to hear the truth. But I'd rather hear the truth, cry now, and be grinning like a Cheshire cat lady than vice versa. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, they, they get over it and they see, you know, they, they, they forgive me and they say, okay, she knows her stuff. She's just trying to help. You know, she's just trying to help. Because I'm, I'm just, I'm that consultant where I can give you everything and I do. I give them everything and I tell them it's about what you do with the information. What I give you right. is only half of it. How you exit what I give you matters. This won't fall back on me. I know I'm good at what I do. I just am because my team makes me look good. <laughs> my team makes right. me look good. My team gives me this confidence I have, but let me tell you about confidence. My clients who have the most confidence make the most money. Why write a book if all you're going to do is hide behind it? Get out there. Mm-hmm. Position yourself. Position yourself. So, you know, when I'm talking to E and Joy and we're talking books, and which we've done before, I'm a whole different person. You know, I'm not this aggressive. <laughs> you know, but we're talking, when I'm talking about money, you know, like, you know, we're talking about building legacies here. We're talking about building empires. Right. You know, that our children, our children, our family's going to take over. And that's another thing I get on my clients about. Why do you want to take over this business? Do they even know you want them to take over this business? Do they even have the password to get in? Do they know who owes you money? Do they know who the distributors are? What accounts it goes in? So when I, 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 that's when I realized I had to separate this. Okay, there's the publishing side. There's the business side. Half the publishing. Let's build the book. Act like an author. Think like a business. Let's build your business. And it goes beyond yeah. a book. You cannot sit around waiting for royalty sales if you're with your royalty statements if you're with the traditional publisher twice a year. You know, you're with, you know, even if you're an indie publisher, you're waiting to see how many books on Amazon you sold and Barnes and Nobles or, you know, waiting to get your checks from Baker and Taylor, your distributor. You got to be doing something else to generate that income, to build that empire. And that's what I teach my clients to do and it's just you know it's out there I'm not reinventing the wheel you know I'm not giving them anything that they couldn't go get and find themselves just sometimes you know you need people to be the box cutter and I'm the box cutter and when I say I'm the box cutter I'm I'm that box cutter who cuts the lid and and brings them up out of that box because some people just put themselves in a box or they allow society or they allow the bookstores or allow the publishers, even the readers, to put them in that box. So I like to be the little box cutter. Get out of there. Let's do this. You know? So that's where all this aggressiveness comes from because it's like, you know, you just got to be that person that lets them know you're you're more than a book. Get from behind that book. Come on, let's do this. So, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, but I can be Ian I'm Joy if you want me to. <laughs> I'm loving it though, and I'm I'm actually sitting here learning. Like, wow, you know, because even having been in the industry myself, almost it'll be ten years in May for me. Mm-hmm. 
I'm still, it's still so much to learn and so mm-hmm. much to keep up with and mm-hmm. so much to try to manage. I won't say balance anymore because I'm learning, <laughs> I'm still learning there's no such thing as balance at this point. But mm-hmm. Right. It's still, and I'm just sitting there like, wow. Because yeah, I, I, you know, this journey, I'll I, I just be real honest, you know, if God had told me, okay, you're getting ready to get in the book business, you're going to write over 30 books, you're never going to make New York Times, you're not going to be a famous writer, as a matter of fact, this journey isn't for you. After you do all that, you're going to stop writing, and guess what, you're going to help people deliver their message. I wouldn't even bought a freaking computer. <laughs> I was actually that was the next question. Um, you walked us right into my next question for you, which is, what made you put the pen aside and decide to do half the publishing? Well, every year, especially when I really start, you know, doing consulting full time. Um, because, as you know, I was the acquisitions editor for the Urban Christian Imprint, Carl Weber's imprint, um, yeah. where the books are distributed you to Kensington, which is now Merchant editor. Random House. <laughs> yes, yeah. I was the, the the acquisitions editor for 10 years. And that door closed. And so I did freelance and consulting. And the consulting business, it can be really, 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 really great. And then you could have those droughts, and then you just get scared. And it's like, oh, my gosh, yeah. what am I going to do? And you try to remember all of those scriptures in the Bible that you know God's going to take care of you and all that. And so it's like, okay, every year I'm going to say, okay, God, how are we going to do this? So going into the new year, I would say, God, how are we going to do this? And, I, you know, I, I, I won't sound like this saint who, you know, is you know, I, I, I'm, I'm constantly talking to God. I mean, I can't even cook dinner without God. I ask him you know, everything. But, you know, just really here when, you, you know, when you're, you just feel like you don't have that constant paycheck that you know is going into your account, you kind of start, you know, yeah. really leaning on God a little more. And so I would just ask him, okay, God, how are we going to do it this year? And so I just started doing this three years ago. Like I said, I tell the truth, shame the devil. And, you know, the first year he told me, um, which was 2015, he said, you're going to, you know, do it this year, you know, with with just favor, you know, my favor. And he let me know you don't have that constant paycheck anymore, but my favor, no check from any employer, no check from any client you can ever get will outweigh my favor on your life. So you're going to uh-huh. you're going to do it this year off of my favor, and he did it. The favor was just I'm talking, man, bananas. I don't care how minor it may look to the person in the natural, but in the spirit, I knew it was God, and I knew it was His favor keeping me. It just got uh-huh. to the point where you know any financial advisor, you know, with finances one on one, they they wouldn't even allow me to be their client because I didn't keep I didn't I didn't I didn't balance my checkbook. See, I told you I don't like the word balance, but had I balanced right. that checkbook, my numbers wouldn't – it didn't make sense. My When I balanced it, it didn't make sense. But when I let God do it, the lights never got shut off. The water never got shut off. I didn't lose my house. I had gas. When, when I let God do it, because 
My numbers didn't make sense to his favor. My checkbook didn't match, you know? So that's when I knew, and I saw, I saw a meme that really let me know that God, God, God don't care nothing about your bank account. He cares about your faith account. So I'm like, okay, because I believe when he said that we were going to do that off a of favor, I believed it. So we go into 2016. Okay, God, how are we going to do this? <laughs> Supernatural blessing. Supernatural blessing. So it would just be crazy supernatural things. Just crazy, once again, uh, just got me through. So we're going into 2017, okay. around October. It's around October, and I say, okay, God, how are we going to do this? 2017 is around the corner. How are we going to do it? He said, you are going to be rewarded for the work you've already done. You will be rewarded for the work you've already done. So you kind of put it together, okay, that means I won't be doing that anymore, Okay. Second part, your success will be based upon the people you – your success will be based upon the success of those you help win. So it was two parts. Wow. Again, you will be rewarded for the work you've already done. Your success will be based upon the success of those you help win. So he let me know I'm going to humble you because you will not be in the spotlight, but what you will do is you will hold the spotlight on your clients. You will hold the spotlight on those you help win. They'll be down there center stage, curtains pulled back, you up there on the rafters. Nobody's going to see you. But their success, your success is based on theirs. So he let me know right in to humble yourself. Humble yourself. You're about to help these people win. That journey wasn't for you. Everything you've learned, all the writing you did, it was not even for you. And so when he said I was going to be rewarded for the work I'd already done, I knew I had to position that work to be rewarded. I went back through every single contract, every single book, and I found ones where my rights were reverted. If my ebook rights were reverted, if my audio rights were reverted, I put every book in which my audio rights were reverted back on audio. As of now, all of my books are in contract with producers for audio. All of them are done and already on audio with the exception of four. They're still being narrated. But if God said I'm going to be rewarded for the work I've already done, I had to go back and position that work. See, when God gives you a promise, that promise is already done, but you got to meet him there. So I had to put legs and feet to to, to the promise, and I had to meet God at it. I had to do my work because if I'm going to be rewarded, I want to be rewarded to the fullest. So if audio books is the new thing coming, my books need to be on audio. They need to be on ebook. They need to be on print. I need to be positioned yeah. where I can be rewarded. How can you be rewarded for something you don't even do? So if God tells you and it's you know you're, you're going to be you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be a lawyer. You got to go to law school. You got to go to medical school. You got to meet him at the promise. <laughs> Right. You know, you got to follow your ethics. I mean, there's things you have to do because when God says something that's already done, when he said, let there be light, it was light. So if he says it, it's done. Now, do you believe that enough to get to moving? We going back to something as basic as that. If your book's not moving, maybe you're not moving. You have right. to move. You have to put some legs and feet to it to get it to the promise. And so I position myself and I position my work. All of my books, 
I went back to my secular books before I started writing Christian fiction. When I, I saw that rights had reverted back to me, I re-edited those books, republished them, you know, put them, put them back out there under my company name, put them back out there in print, put them back out there in ebook, put them back out there in audio. I mean, I want to be rewarded off of that work because God let me know you're putting your pen down, but you can still eat off of all that work you've done. Position yourself to be rewarded off the work you've already done. Now, don't worry about those anymore, but, you know, I still have to do my interviews as Ian Joy. You know, I still have to talk up my book because a book is only owed, you know, to somebody who's already read it. It's brand new to the person who hasn't read it. So I have a book that may be 10 years old, but if you ain't read it, it's new to you. So I'm trying to put that in your right. face, you know. You know, I want to I wanna keep out there on social media. I want to buy ads to keep it out there, you know, in people's face. But you can't just buy ads. You got to take time and learn, you know, before you buy that Facebook ad. You got to learn the analytics. You got to learn the Facebook algorithm, the things you have to know. Because you can't go so wide with your reach that it gets to nobody. It's kind of like the author who you say, who's your book for? My book's for everybody. That means it's for nobody. You don't even know who your book is for. Find your audience. You wrote that book for somebody. If I wrote a book and it's about people who like to fish in the winter, it's for people who like to fish in the winter. It ain't for everybody. <laughs> right. You know, it's okay to have a small market because, like I say, you can be out there talking about my book's for everybody. So you can be in that great big ocean with all those other fish. And I'm going to be over here in my little pond, but I'm going to be the big fish in my little pond, okay? Because I know who I'm writing for, and it's not for everybody. I have a target audience. I know their ages. I know their race. I know what city they live in. I know if they read magazines, if they don't read magazines. I know if they like to play hockey, watch basketball. I know who my audience is. So you have to know these things. I'm not just going to go give Facebook all this money to put out an ad, and I don't even know who it needs to be in front of. And then a lot of people are stuck on readers. Uh, readers, readers. Do you read? Oh, you don't read? Guess what? Readers are not your only customer. Readers are not your right. only customers. And when my clients come to me, they just trip off. I was like, okay, here, we can, we can run the list down of who your customer is. But if you are so stuck on a reader, you know, stagnant. Just, it, it's just stay there. You'll be stuck. You're not moving. You're stuck. So many people are just put the ebook out, and it's Barnes and Nobles and it's Amazon. That's it. They're stuck. And you know, I have a package with my clients where I get them up on six different ebook distributors. One, put your book out in 190 countries, and it's like, okay, you, you now now we've you you Joy, you you got me. On all the ebook distributors, Joy, you got me with the wholesalers. You got me with the distributors. You got me with the places who I can sell my book in print. Now what? Hola, let's put it in Spanish. Right. <laughs> oh, you know, let's you know, come on, let's put it in French. I mean, come on. I here here's a list here's a list of countries where the majority speak English, you know, over their own homeland language. So it's like you can't stop. You can't stop. You have to act like an author, but you have to think like a business. You have to extend your reach. You have to extend your sales. You cannot stop. While you're waiting on that check, you can be writing articles. 
You could be doing greeting cards. I have clients who say, you know, I really want to do greeting cards. Guess what? I give them a list of the places they need to go and the submission requirements and how you need to start greeting cards. You know, I'm giving you the resources, and this is what I tell my clients. I've given you your resources. Now all you have left is excuses. If you don't get this done, if you don't get this done, you have your resources. You know your options. Now all you've got is excuses. You can't put that on me. No refunds. (laughs) Like I said, how I serve you as your literary consultant, it's about what you do with the information I give you. You have to execute. You have to move. You have to. You you just do, and I I can't, you know, express that. I can't express that enough because I'm just excited, and I'm just passionate about this because I see the people I'm helping. I see what they're doing. I see my clients having their book releases in theater ballrooms selling out. You know, I see my clients, you know, now doing the coaching, you know, doing the workshops. I see my client on the set of TBN last week. You know, I see my client on tour with, with Michelle A, with the, um, with, you know, as, as where Michelle A is the keynote speaker and my clients on the panel for domestic violence. I mean, I see my clients taking the information and executing it. I got an email from a client today. He's like, I have a conflict. I have an appointment with one of, you know, a person associated with Oprah, I want to be discreet. I want to put their business out there with um, right. someone associated with Oprah, but I'm also supposed to be at the Steve Harvey conference. I don't know how to be in two places. But I'm just saying he's positioning himself. Right. And now when I even watched him at his book release, which was sold out in that theater ballroom, how he came in there, not like I'm a first-time author. Quit saying that first-time author. You know, I'm a first-time author. You are an author. You are an author. You, it doesn't, I don't care if you're on a panel or you're in a room with people who have been in this business for 20 years. You got there. You have a story. You have a story about how you got there. You deserve to be there. Yeah, you could keep learning, humble yourself. You know, don't try to, you know, (laughs) upstage anybody. But you have to know that you know that you know you belong here. I don't care if your book just came out last month and you're only a month fresh into this, quit doing that. I'm a first-time author. Well, I'm new to this. Stop it. Position yourself as an expert. Position yourself as an authority. Don't wait for somebody to make you famous. Make all authors famous. Act like you belong on the red carpet. It ain't even about faking until you make it. You made it. Your book is here. I'm not even telling you fake it to you. You did something. You accomplished something. You achieved something. There's no faking it until you make it. You did it. <laughs> right. Do you have more to learn? Yes, I have more to learn. I'm on I'm taking courses every week. Every week. Almost every day I'm on a course that I've paid for or on webinars. You can find a bunch of free webinars. And I'm taking notes for my clients. Because when my clients come to me, it's my job to have the answer. And if I don't have the answer, it's my job to go find it. Got to go find it. Yes. It's my job to go find it. And, and and as part of my consulting, I think on one of my um, ad cards, it says something like, um, we'll help you with everything literary that you can think of and then and not think of. 
because there's so much my clients don't think of. And I need to know who they are. I need to know their mission. I need to know their vision. I need to know their goals so that I can give them the answers to the questions they didn't even ask. I need to know, you know. And and I, I listen to my clients. I let them talk, and they tell me what they want, but then I give them what they need. That's the difference, and that's what's important. You have to know what people need. You have to. So I try. Like I said, it's not. I can talk big and bad because I got a team that makes me feel like I can talk big and bad. My team is amazing, and let me tell you who a couple of people (laughs) on my team is. My 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 children. My children. Yes, two of my children. They have work for hire contracts. They get a paycheck, and they get a 1099 because I'm building a literary empire, and I don't want to have to train my children. I want them to lay the bricks with me. Let's lay the bricks together so that you know how this thing got built, so that you know how to operate it. So my children have positions in my company. Bring on family if you can. Now, if you know, don't, don't, this is business. Don't do no MC Hammer stuff. You know, just because they family and they from the neighborhood. (laughs) This is your business. Someone has to be qualified and trained. I made my son train on things. My son, we offer a service, um, a YouTube, a YouTube setup package. I made him learn everything Uh there was to learn about YouTube. I made him learn everything there was to learn about AdSense and how you make money off of your YouTube channel. I made him learn everything he needed to learn about how I can live stream and charge a fee, how I can charge for people to subscribe to act like an author, think like a business. How many, how many subscribers do I need to get before I can turn this to a paid channel? How can I make money? What I mean, I made him study this, and then I began to offer the service. Because I believe in doing something, but knowing how it operates and how to work it. There's a way to work everything, even with your YouTube ads. I studied how to take out YouTube YouTube ads. You just can't say, okay, you know, for my clients, I don't want to just say, hey, you got to set up on social media. I want to tell them, okay, now that you are set up on social media, this is how you need to move like an author. This is how you need to move like a publisher. No, don't do that over here on LinkedIn. We don't hashtag over here. You know, so it's like you got to, you know, you got to teach them. You can't just, and clients will come to me when we start the literary consulting and say, well, you're sending me stuff about social media. I'm already on it. And I said, you're not on it as an author. You can't let people get in your ear in this process. You got to listen to somebody who knows. Now, here's the difference. You can go hire somebody else who knows how to do it. But wouldn't you rather work with somebody who's an expert at doing it? There's a difference. There's a difference. Right. I'm hiring the person who's an expert. Not just, I'm hiring the person who knows the ins and outs. And like I said, in this learning this journey, I had no idea it wasn't for me. I had no idea it wasn't for me. And that, that I was so going to put the pen down. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad about it. Working with people, working with authors, working with clients, it is amazing because everybody truly does have a story. I mean, people do. And you hear people say, you know, God told me to write this book. I have a story. And I believe, you know, everybody does have a story, but God gave you resources. 
You hear people say, right. well, I'm not a writer. You don't have to be a writer. Mm-hmm. There's people out here who can help you with that. You can hire a ghost writer. You can take a course at your local community college. You can take an online course. You can hire editors to help you with that. Just tell your story. You, I, you want to just talk? Okay. You know, I, I, I have clients come to me. I just want to talk mine out. Of, Here's a program. Purchase this program. As a matter of fact, this one's free. It'll type it up for you. There, I, you know, when I do writing, which I don't really, my writing, I teach one-on-one because to me, writing is personal. Something you will yeah. rarely see me do is teach a group writing. I don't do that. I just don't do that because to me, your that baby is so personal. I guess that's why I probably never do a daycare because you, what you allowed to have ten kids in a daycare? Every child is different and needs attention. And so for me to do a group writing class, me personally, me personally, it's not for me. And I know other people do it, and they do it well, and they do it great. I'm too attached because I'm in my, I'm in my client's business. I'm in their head. I'm in their heart. I'm in their house. Right. I become those characters. So I, I, I'd be a nutcase in a room trying to do that. You know, with more people, my, you know, so I, I do do one-on-one, like when, when I'm hired as an editor, and then I have a story builder program that I offer. Those are the only, you know, pretty much right is my one-on-one. But as far as my workshops and courses, that's more so, you know, the publishing process and just turning that book into a business. But I'm I'm too vested in writing. I mean, I'm I'm married. I'm married to words. I'm married to words. And so if I'm going to have a threesome with somebody, you know, it's just going to be that threesome, me, the author, and those words. Everybody can't be Uh watching us with our threesome. So I'm not doing no group. (laughs) You know, writing sessions. Absolutely. Our words, our story, whether it's true, nonfiction, whatever, it's so personal. Because what I know that I know that I know is even when we're writing fiction, we're in those stories. I know with me, when I'm writing my book, I write what I know first, I research what I don't know, and then I make up all the rest. But I'm in that book, and it's personal. And so I like to give, you know, when I'm teaching writing, when I'm teaching writing, that's real personal to me. Like I said, I know people are, you know, teach writing courses and classes and master classes and all that, but it's me and words, we got this thing going on, kind of like, you know, me and what is it, Mrs. Jones? Mrs. Yeah, got a Jones, thing going yeah. On yeah, me and writing oh. got a thing going on, so I can't, you know, <laughs> it's personal to me well, as an author. Mrs. I just Ross, think that's something so personal. Um, oh, my God, I can't believe our time is up. And you and I <laughs> are going to have to continue this conversation. Um But if you could give us a quick rundown of just where all our listeners can find you online. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Have um, for for any readers out there, please visit my website, www.enjoywrites.com. That's www.enjoywrites.com. And for my Path to Publishing, it's www.pathtopublishing.com. Don't be scared because the website um, is still under construction, but there is information on the website. You can go there. You can find and like the Path to Publishing page on Facebook. You can also sign up for the newsletter at the sign-up button on the Facebook page. 
the Act Like an Author, Think Like a Business also has a Facebook page, and you can sign up um, for the, the to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Well, actually, you can for, on the sign up button on the Act Like an Author, Think Like a Business Facebook page. You get the, you can sign up to be kept up to date on the happenings of Act Like an Author, Think Like a Business. But please visit the YouTube channel. It's the Act Like an Author, Think Like a Business YouTube channel. Subscribe to the series. I'm just really giving some amazing, amazing tips. So, I mean, like I said, I have so many hats. I Just because I put down my pen for a moment, I'm still Ian Joy. I still have books out there. I still do book signings. I still do group chats. You know, I still, you know, do go to book, book clubs and I still do all of those things just because I put my book down because God let me know I'm going to be rewarded, you know, off the work I've already done. So I have what to keep that work done. out there. Yes, I have to keep that work out there. And my New Day Diva series, I mean, that series is just, that's my life. I put every part of me there ever existed in that book. I'm in every character, the good, the bad, and the ugly. That series alone, just so much deliverance, so much deliverance. So the New Day Diva series, the the first series, you know, first portion is um, the five-book series, She Who Finds a Husband, Been There, Pray That, Love, Honor, or Stray, trying to stay safe, and I can do better all by myself. And then I went on to the Still Diva series, um, and you call yourself a Christian, um, the perfect Christian, the yes, Sunday that only was, Christian. That was the first book I've ever actually had ever actually read by you, so yes. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Then I have I Ain't Me No More, More Than I Can Bear, You Get What You Pray For, The Sunday, yes. I'm, I'm sorry, One Sunday at a Time, Lady of the House, um, I mean, just um, all, when all is said and prayed, those books, I mean, the deliverance in those books is just, it's just wow. And what I love about my series is that you can read them in any order because each book is about a different person, but what makes it a series yes, is that they all attend the same church. <laughs> that's so you can uh, that's visit, what I love you know, about your books. It's like, even one book could even go back and reach way back to the other, but you don't have to read one to understand the other. That's that's what I love. Um, that is absolutely what I love. Thank, thank you. you. So I, thank I, I am, you. I am. I so am. Yes. Oh, thank you for having me and just let me share. I know I'm wearing many, many, many hats. I just hope one of those hats and you know just something I said, you know, helped somebody who's either listening live or who's going to listen to the replay. And I can, you know, be reached on Facebook under Joy Lynn Ross. I can also be reached on Facebook under E.N. Joy. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Pinterest, although, you know, no, wait, 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 Periscope. I haven't really gone live on the Periscope yet. I'm trying to really focus on the YouTube channel. Um, but I, I'm on social media. You could just straight out email me. You can email me at enjoywright um, at aol.com. You can email me at joylynraw at aol.com. I even still have my old com website up that has my secular books. So like I said, my books, they are here. 
you know, I, I'm 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 going to continue promoting them. I am Ian Joy. I'm still, like I said, I'm coming. I'm doing speaking engagements. I'm coming to the libraries. I'm doing workshops. Don't think for one minute, readers. I mean, because readers are the wind beneath my literary wing. Yes. Everybody knows that readers are the boss of me. So as long as they went, and I'm still writing little stuff, you know, I'm putting little shorts out there in between. You know, I got my little short, the miserable, the miserable wife club, and then I have my short behind every good woman. I have my short ordained by the streets. I have my short. Let's do summer. So you know, I'm still writing, and then I have my book. Um, she's no angel that I co-wrote with Nikita Lynette Nichols. So, you yeah. know, I have a lot of time I'm dedicating to. That was a trip. <laughs> I was like, wow. Oh, God, I love the Angel series. Oh, my goodness. But I'm and, and, and Nikita and I are going to be working on part two. So I'm not just done. I'm not doing no retirement, you know. Mm-mm. We're not, we not doing that. You right. know, I, I, writing, writing is like. You know, I have to do that. And my readers, they're my literary heartbeat. You know, I got to make sure as long as they're willing to read what I pen, I'm going to keep writing, plain and simple. So Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? I just noticed even though that our live stream has stopped, we are still going. And we have had a caller on hold for almost 20 minutes. I just looked up. I am so sorry. <gasps> Let's tap them in and see how they're doing. Area code nine three seven. You are live on Love Line with Allison. Hi. 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 It's Stacy Johnson Leonard. Hi. Oh my goodness! If Hi. you all don't know, Stacy <laughs> Johnson Leonard is like the number one. The number one. Actually, she's the only one because we branded her with that name. Other people trying to steal it, but she is. An author reader liaison. She is my author. Okay. Well, she, she's a lot of people, but I claim her as mine and mine alone. My <laughs> author reader li- liaison. And what's the, what is so great about that is people hire people all the time, you know, to go out there and be the voice and be there for and just keep them alive. And you know, I told you, you know, I hire a team to keep Ian Joy alive and out there on Facebook, and you know, to talk me up and. Here's the great thing about Stacey, and this is what makes her different, and I know she probably called in to say something, but oh well. (laughs) Here's what makes Stacey unique from who you hired, and I'm talking about listeners and other authors. What makes my author reader liaison better than yours (laughs) is that she doesn't just know my target audience. Because, you know, when you hire people in that position, they need to know who your target audience is, but my target audience knows Stacy. So let me say that again. She doesn't just know who my target audience is. My target audience knows her, which means they trust her, which means she's an authority. They look up to her. If she says it, they believe it. That's why mine is better than yours. Okay, go ahead, Stacy. What do you want? (laughs) (laughs) Well, nice to meet you, Stacy. Thank you. Miss George just likes to make me cry. I love her. That is my heart. That is my heart. So I have. That um, is literally took my hand and led me into traditional publishing. Um, (laughs) Miss Joy has. um, She was. She was one of my favorite authors long before I have had the 
honor and the privilege of working for her, working with her, let me say that. Um, So to be able to work with, you know, somebody that you admire, somebody you love their written work. Um, In the beginning, I cried every day when I thought about it. I think I still have my moments. (laughs) But I'm so, so thankful, you know, that she, you know, not only chose to allow me to work for her, but for her to work with me. You know, it's it's wow. a it's a it's a great That's thing amazing. when um you know you can work with somebody. Absolutely. It, it really, really, like really, really is. I know plenty of people. You know, when <laughs> I, when we when me and her have went, you know, somewhere they'll go. Um, how does it feel to work with Miss Joy? And I'm like, listen, I get up every morning loving, <laughs> loving my job, like I love it. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, I that just called so in to show awesome. my support, Miss Joy. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you I so appreciate you so much. Um, thank you. You know, it's amazing. We've been off live stream for almost 10 minutes now, and people are still trying to call in and listen in. Um, and it won't uh-huh. let them. It says the next show hasn't started. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for calling in and thank you, Stacy. Thank you, Miss Joy. I love you. I love you right back, best author reader <laughs> liaison in the whole wide world. If y'all want to know exactly what that is and what it entails, y'all better reach out to Stacy cuz she is amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> she just want to keep me in tears. Uh-huh. That's all. It's okay. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Stacy. Yes, ma'am. All right. Good night. Good night. Joy, wow. Yes, you have to have a team. Yes. And Stacy is one. Of, you know, I've been big up in my team this whole entire talk, and she's one of the people on my team. And like I said, what she does for me is amazing because like she doesn't just know my target audience. My target audience knows her. She's out there. She breathes, sleeps, bleeds books. You know? Yes. <laughs> so it's not a job for her. She's just as passionate as I am. I mean, this, this it's, it's just amazing because words have so much power. It, it's just not yes, just an do. escape for readers. It's an escape for some, a lot of us authors. People don't know our stories and what we've been through. Right. And the same way a lot of readers escape into our books, we escaped from our lives with the pen, you know. So I, yeah. I, I just I appreciate people who just have such passion for the written word. And, Joy, we appreciate you. Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> Yes, I know we were actually supposed to be talking to E and Joy tonight, but <laughs> God orchestrated this exactly, um, exactly the way this needed to be. Um, yeah. Because if and, nobody and I, else needed this tonight, you helped me. Okay. Well, you know. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad, and it, you know, even the readers out there, what I'm finding is that a lot of my readers are turning into authors because, like I said, 
Everybody has a story. Look, I don't care if you only write your story for your children. We all walk around with this mask we wear every day. And and, and some of us mm-hmm. were brought up where what goes on this house stays in this house. So we carry Thank and we were taught mm-hmm. to keep so many secrets. And our children don't even know our story. Yeah, you might be bitter, fuss, cuss, drink, do that. And the children don't know where that comes from, what you're hiding, the wounds you're trying to feel with the alcohol or the promiscuity or whatever it is. If, if, I'm just telling you, if you only write your story for your children, they deserve that. Right, and, yeah. the, and, and secondly, wouldn't you rather tell your story than the devil? Because you already know the devil loves trying to tell your story. No matter how much you change, no matter how much you try to do better, do good, the devil will mm-hmm. send that old high school friend. Remember when she used to do this, that, and the other? Tell your story. Yeah. Tell your story. If you just came because you were a reader and you wanted to hear about my story, tell yours. Tell your story. It deserves to be told. Like I said, if for nothing but your children. If for nothing but your children, and it don't have to be no sad sob, I overcame this story. If it's, if you had a, a happy life, tell your happy story. I have a client, that's what she wanted to tell, Reconnecting with Your Happy. That's her book. She pulled out mm-hmm. all the happy portions of her journal because she journals. She pulled out all the happy entries, and she put those in a book. Tell your story. Tell your story. Okay. I'm done now. Well, <laughs> almost because I was going to ask you. I'm a bad guest. I'm a bad guest. <laughs> this is my favorite show yet. I, I mean, oh, I've been doing it for a few months now, and I always enjoy the show. But this is one of my favorite yet. So oh. I mean, I just I thank you. I thank God for you. Um, if you don't mind running down, just um, some of the what your fee is for a couple of your different services, so that I and the replay listeners, because I think once I end the episode, it'll let um. We'll hear the entire replay and not just the live stream. Um, okay. Well, I have very many different services, but let's just start with the basic consulting. Some people, all yes. they really need is a phone call. You know, they just may be stuck, you know, somewhere. They they know they have the story, and they, they, they just don't know how to get it out. They don't know what to do with that story. Sometimes, I mean, just start with a phone call. I have um, a consulting phone call. A half hour is $75. A full hour is $125. You wouldn't believe what you can get out of just that one phone call, whether you have right. written a word, whether you've published 10 books already. There's always something. And don't be afraid to pay for information. I give away a lot of stuff. If you follow me on my social media accounts, I'm giving away yes, tips and cheat yes, sheets constantly. Yes, constantly, I'm giving stuff away. But just like the cab driver, you know, when we lost, we like to ask the cab driver, "How do we get to such and such?" The cab driver gonna give you directions and tell you where to go. But if you want him to take you all the way to your final destination, there is a fare involved. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, but so I don't mind pointing people in the right direction and giving away. But if I'm going, you know, because basically you're going to ride shotgun. I've been down the road. You're trying to go. So let me drive. You can ride shotgun. Let me show for you. You know, and, and then it can just it can just start with that that phone conversation. But of course, I have consulting packages as well. If you visit my website, which is www.enjoyrights.com, www.enjoyrights.com, there's a link, and it says literary consulting, literary concierge. If you click that link, it'll you know give you a little basic rundown, but then it'll take you over to my literary service store, and we do things as basic as. You know, I have this book idea, and I have the story in my head. I just need you to help me get it on paper. Or I've written it, but it's all over the place. We have what we call an outline story builder program, and it's just a couple of hundred dollars. And we turn that outline into a full book, and it includes a couple of consulting calls. It includes a review um, for people who want to start their own YouTube channel and make money off of it. My first Google check was $800. You know, I might be giving oh, wow. away some information for free. Uh, you know, I might be giving away some information for free, but you best believe I'm getting a check from somewhere. <laughs> so my first check from Google was $800. So we have a, a YouTube setup package. We have a social media setup package where we get you all set up on social media, get your page set up and everything. We have an ebook distribution setup package where we get you on all those sites outside of Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. But, you know, it could just start with a phone call. Just to, you know, hear someone who's been in the business let you know this is what you need to do or, yes, you're on the right track or you could be doing this better or help you come up with some branding concepts and help you even protect your business. Like I mentioned earlier during our phone conversation, people don't even protect their blog. They don't even protect their website. Is your website content? Do you have privacy use? Do you have a disclaimer? I mean, especially if you're giving away information and tips. I mean, you really have to protect yourself. If an airplane can go down because geese got in the engine and PETA sued the aircraft because they killed the geese, Mind you, a whole aircraft went down, killed everybody on the plane. But Peter Susan, because the geese died, because the geese died, Red Bull right. just got sued because a man didn't get his wings when he drank it. You know that commercial Red Bull, you get your, Red Bull, get your wings? He didn't grow his wings, so he yes. sued him in one. So you think somebody ain't going to sue you? Protect your one, empire. Wait, uh, protect uh, uh, your business. I'm just saying. I'm about to fall out. You said he won. He won. He didn't grow wings, so you got to work stuff right. You got to put disclaimers. You got to protect your intellect. He believed that he was really going to get some wings like the uh, Probably not, but he found found a way he could sue. He found a way he could sue. And see, I give information, so I have to make sure I have disclaimers. And I know the information I'm giving has value. My intellectual property has value, and I'm taking it, and I'm creating a book. I'm putting it in a book. So I need to make sure it's protected. Like I said, I see amazing blogs, amazing content that people aren't protecting. Folks, you got to know your worth and protect it. You have to know your worth and protect it. Yes. Uh, Joy, that was epic. That was epic. And my sister, we will talk 
soon. Um, I am so, I just, I can't thank you enough for coming on tonight. Um, <laughs> but thank you for having me, because as you can see, I love talking oh about it. <laughs> I mean, you got to have a passion for it. You got to, you got to have the passion. Yeah, so I'm I'm just so excited about where God is taking with this. And like I said, when I started this, I I wrote because I wanted to become a famous author. I did. I wrote. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to make New York Times. I wanted to be a famous author, not even wow. knowing that I was writing to make God famous. I was uh. writing to make God famous. And it all makes sense. And I say the greatest aha moment you can ever have is when your life begins to make sense. The greatest aha okay. moment you can ever have is when your life begins to make sense. And it was in that moment when I knew I was no longer writing to become a famous author, but I was writing to make God famous. That was my aha moment. I knew my purpose. I knew where I needed to end up. And just like when I'm writing, I write my ending to my book first. Because just like in life, if you know where you want to end up, then you know what you need to do to get to that final destination of where you want to end. If you know how you want the book to end, you know everything your characters need to do and say to get to that ending. So if you know how you want your life to end, this is what I want it to look like at the end, then you know every step you need to take to get that desired ending. It all has to make sense. Mm-hmm. It all has to make sense. Mm-hmm. You better preach, Joylin Ross. Oh, I, I, I teach. I, I, I'm a teach. I'm a teach. <laughs> Somebody called me a literary preacher before. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm a teach. I don't want to be nobody's pastor. I don't want to be nobody's first lady, prophet. I know what comes with that. And, honey, if you really knew what came... With being in leadership, I, with having I'm them the titles, mm-hmm, honey, when I hear people say, I want to, you, I am you, you you must not know what come along with it. So I do not claim because nothing but my, um, <laughs> my bestie in Texas, who um, was also an author and just dropped her latest book, her first uh, Christian romance, and I absolutely adore it. It's called My Cup Runs Over. Uh, she was our guest back on the 4th. Geneva mm-hmm. Gardell, who was also a full-time mom and first lady. Mm-hmm. And I am learned. And what I have learned is that Allison does not want a, a church of her own. Allison right. wants to just go out and serve the people. Mm, that's what I'm like. Don't give me no title. I know what comes with that stuff. <laughs> 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 Lord, don't call me to do nothing but teach folks how to publish a book. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I was wondering for a while, like, okay, God, am I supposed to lead a whole flock? Or, you know, and he was like, you'll know. Honey, you gonna, else, they're going to be the and you'll know. I'm just going to tell you, let God, let, let God dare tell me I got to be a, a, a prophetess or a preacher or anything like Y'all going to find me right with Jonah. <laughs> uh, I'm running. All kind of shit 
going to be walking in the water. She's running and going to get in the well. I can't take it. (laughs) (laughs) Be like, anybody see you, Orca? Let me just get this over with. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. When you see people... I want to be at this. I want to be at that. You be like, oh, we already know you wasn't called for real. You wasn't called for real because everybody else run when they hear that, when they get that, when they get that memo. <laughs> uh-uh. But yes, yeah, so I, I just thank you. I thank you for allowing me to just spend my Saturday evening with you for you spending your Saturday evening with me. I, I really needed this today yeah. of all days. This today was a rough day well, earlier today. You know, my oh. girlfriend both her sons were murdered. Both. And their funeral was today. I and I just saw that. You know, I just, and I saw that and I just broke down crying, but you know that's me. I'm one of those people you cry cry with you. I don't have to yeah, I'm cry with you anyway. It's just to bury your child, it's unnatural. To bury two, it's an abomination. It's just it's at the same time. There's nothing natural about burying your child. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And to see two cat and your only children, an abomination. It just so ought to be. Both, her, both sons were her only children. Yes, they were. Oh, my God. Yes, mm-hmm. they were. My Lord, my Lord, my yes, Lord. They were. So, oh God! I just, I'm just glad Jesus is a mind keeper. He is a mind keeper, mm-hmm. and I thank Him for yes, that. I thank God. Him for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, just having this talk and this conversation, you know, we we set this date a long time ago. I had no idea this would, you know, happen on that date. But I'm just that sister gave me strength today. Watching her, listening to her. Her poor, uh, and she's a fellow author. She's a fellow author. I, I didn't, you know, mention her name. You know that that's right. her. But I, it's just, um, woo! She gave me strength. She gave. I mean, watching her, you couldn't fall out. You couldn't fall out like the mom ain't falling out. You couldn't fall out. You she she gave you strength. It transferred. Right. I know she going somewhere else with this, but I'm just telling you. That's why I'm able to be on this call strong and aggressive and, you know, you would have never known, never known that's what I experienced earlier today. But that strength she displayed, that grace, she was like, if this woman right here can do it. Doing her, doing the obituary for her voice, um, I think I told you I had just done an obit for a friend of mine's son who um, had been sick all his life, and he passed back um, in January of this year, mm-hmm. right, you know, fourth. And, you know, he was a special needs child. Mm-hmm. He had, you know, develop mental, mental and physical developmental issues, and she dedicated her whole life to caring for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were all trying to be strong for Sherry, and Sherry ended up being strong for us. I'm, mm-hmm. just, I'm yeah. just like, yeah, Lord, that's what I mean. We're keeping her uplifted, and mm-hmm. our condolences what... go out to the mother who was burying her two 
response. I, you know, yes, I've I've had and lost babies, but I can't imagine losing your grown children. I mean, Mm-mm. the losses I've experienced are bad enough to, to lose yes. your children that you have watched grow. I just mm-hmm. I, I can't fathom. It. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to. And that's what I told her. I said, I I, I play with words 12 hours a day. That's my life. That's what I'm good at. If I can't do nothing else, I could string some words together and make it pop. I said, but I got none for you. I have none. All I can say is, what do you need? Is what do you need? There are no words. It's not natural. And to sometimes bury that's up. all that needs to be said. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had none. I couldn't, none. Couldn't think of two. Couldn't think of two. Couldn't put two letters in the alphabet together in that moment. Mm-hmm. But God is good, and I know Jesus is the mind keeper and the strength that transferred from her. Mm. Mm-hmm. I just thank God. You know, I just thank God. Of God over that whole mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I got just thank you for, like I said, I needed this tonight. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I, I think we both did, honestly. I, really <laughs> I think we both did. And my darling, we will speak soon because I have a few more questions and want to figure <laughs> out what I need to, what service do I need to get from Joyland in order to <laughs> truly see my business not only as an author but as a um, literary service provider for yeah, so All right. Well, I'd love to help you get your literary life, so just call me. <laughs> I sure will. You know I will. Um, All right. Well, thank you again for having me, and thank you for all the listeners. Thank you for all the listeners who tuned in, either live or who, you know, listened to the replay. Just thank you for investing your time to hear what I had to say tonight. So thank you so much. Absolutely, and thank you so much for coming on the Love Line tonight. Um, of course, you all can follow me at Love Line with Allison on Facebook, Facebook page, as well as Instagram or AllisonMDs.com. The Love Line with Allison website is being developed at this time. We are excited, and we thank you. And thank you so much again, Joylyn. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.